Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Five Drivers of the Market During the New Biden Administration. What matters more to equities, valuations or the economy? This is not an abstract academic question, but rather, it's the core of the debate between bulls and bears. Answer that question, and I could probably tell you what your portfolio looks like and whether you believe stocks are going to go higher or if they're due for a major correction or worse. The problem with these binary debates is they tend to ignore the complexities of markets. How quickly will the post-pandemic economy recover? Are we over or underestimating future earnings? Will investors still remain enthusiastic for equities as they get pricier? These discussions are subtly cloaked guesses as to what the world will look like over the next 12 months in a Biden administration, including whether these improvements in economic activity and earnings are already reflected in market prices. Let's consider four drivers of the markets in 2021. Number one, market reset. What happens when markets fall 30% or more? Before last year, we only had five examples going back to 1950 when the S&P 500 fell 30% or more. 1970, 74, 87, 2001, and 08. On average, the ensuing five-year period following a 30% crash shows about a 90 basis point annual improvement over the average five-year period. The caveat is this is way too small a sample set to get very excited about. Still, I am reminded of 1987 when markets crashed due not to economic contractions, but rather the combination of portfolio insurance issues and the clunky manual infrastructure of the New York Stock Exchange. Those externalities were not unlike what we saw in 2020, when a very different externality punished markets. Number two, the 2020 stimulus. How much did the CARES Act relief package benefit the economy? Signed into law on March 27, 2020, it included over $2 trillion in direct stimulus to individuals, small and large businesses, and others. Not only was it much larger than the response to the great financial crisis of 0809, it arrived in about eight months, far quicker than the 2008 stimulus. This generated a massive economic response, driving Americans' cumulative after-tax personal income higher by more than a trillion dollars. This was an 8% increase from the same period the year before. Personal income also increased, as did the savings rate. Credit card delinquencies plummeted and are currently among the lowest in history. And not only did retail sales recover, they soared above pre-pandemic levels. It drives my libertarian friends crazy when I say this. The fiscal response of Congress not only averted another Great Depression, it reconfirmed that John Maynard Keynes has been right all along. Bullet number three, the 2021 stimulus. The success of the Keynesian response to COVID-19 will likely be a key driver of the Biden administration. The president-elect is pushing for a $1.9 trillion relief package, perhaps as part of temporary COVID lockdowns and a national mask mandate. That's just the start. Decades of neglect has led to a massive need for a multi-year upgrade of the nation's infrastructure. Hopefully, this administration is smart enough 
to use 50 or even 100-year bonds to lock in today's ultra-low rates. And it won't merely be roads and highways and bridges and tunnels and airports and everything else that needs a refresh. Look for things like smart roads and smart infrastructures, including implanted RF devices to assist self-driving cars. That's the future and it's coming. The only question is how soon it gets here. Some of this will be part of the Green New Deal. That'll include tax credits for more solar and more wind generation, for electric vehicles, for clean green buildings, perhaps even an expansion of the system we have, the network for electric vehicle charging. Number four, even more stimulus. We seem to be overlooking the possibility of a major expansion of Obamacare. When we added 35 million more paying consumers to the healthcare system under President Obama, that turned out to be great for hospitals, pharmaceuticals, healthcare workers. The sector rallied every time Obamacare survived another Supreme Court decision. Adding another 20 to 25 million people to the ranks of the insured will further drive the sector itself. Healthcare makes up a substantial portion of retail sales. And finally, five, taxes. Hey, all of these programs are going to goose the economy for years, not just months. They're going to cost between 5 and $10 trillion in spending over the decade. But they will be offset to some amount by an uptick in taxes. Expect to see personal income taxes on earners making more than $400,000 to go up. That should rise by a few percentage points. And corporate taxes are likely to go up also, my guess, to about the 28% level. The key unknown is whether an alternative minimum corporate tax will be enacted. The current guesstimates are for somewhere in the neighborhood of about 12% aimed at companies like Apple and Google and Facebook, which despite being wildly profitable, still pay almost no taxes. To be sure, even with higher taxes, we're still looking at a massive multi-year stimulus plan. There are many factors that drive markets and governments, which account for about 20 to 25 percent of the economy. If we see an even bigger stimulus in 2021 than we saw last year, it should filter into company revenues and profits. The biggest unknown? How much of this year's gains were already captured in last year's rally? For more of me, check out the big picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.